Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. I am your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and I hope you are having the best day ever because guess what? It's freaking Valentine's Day. I know we're all so excited. Um, Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I call my listeners meatballs, so you're a meatball. Um, I'm so excited for my show today. I, I, I literally, I told my guest, I was like, I just want to, I'm going to do the intro really quick because I want to get to you because we can't stop talking and we're missing great content here. Uh, but before I get to my fabulous guests, I just want to say thank you for supporting the podcast. Please, please, please rate, review, and share with your friends. That's the best way to find out about podcasts. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. I feel like I, um, yeah, no, we'll get into it. Uh, my guest this week, she is just walks into a room and lights it up. Like the first time I met her, I was like, oh, wow, what a shiny toy object. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. She's hilarious. She's a stand-up comedian, a fabulous actress. She's worked with Molly Shannon, Paul Reiser, Margaret Cho. She's from The Groundlings, UCB. Um, I personally think you're a cool mom in like a really cool mom way. Um, you also have a series called My Own Milk and you're a frequent regular guest host yeah like of? a regular host yeah. Yeah. yeah um of jeff lewis on live sirius xm he's from bravo if you guys don't know that but you should um welcome thank Monica you Casey. good morning oh my gosh you're so like bright and b- oh my bushy tailed and just you. everything in the morning thank you unlike me my well, boyfriend was like are you gonna do something to <laughs> he's your like face? are you gonna shower yeah um <laughs> well that's what happens when you have kids you get up at 6 30 in the goddamn morning every day <sighs> God. So, but usually I would be like in workout clothes, but today I was like, I'm going to shower for Jacqueline. Oh my God. Thank you. And I washed my hair too. <laughs> she has this amazing blunt cut. And so Monica, the way we met, yes. I, um, I went to this like free workshop thing yeah. that you were giving mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny how it all came about because I talk a lot about pings mm. on here, which are just like things that like you see and you're like, oh, that reminds me of something or yes. I should do that. And I've been doing stand up and I've been wanting to do more TV work. And randomly right after the new year, when everyone's like making res- resolutions, I saw your like ad and I was like, hmm, her classes for stand ups that want to do more TV work, I should do it. Amazing. Yeah. And then I went to your seminar. It was amazing. And I I kind of like put it off. And then you had a guest speaker who was a really good friend of yours. Yes. And she comes to my plyo jam classes. Amazing. Shout out to Stephanie Drake. We love you. She's the best. I I love her. She's so cool. She and I met in an acting class years ago. And right away, I was like, I love you. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But the funny thing is, is that when I saw her on stage Uh talking to you, like when we're in class A, I'm nearsighted and don't wear glasses. So if you're not in the first row (laughs) and don't come up to me after, like I literally like you're a figure. You're just a hot blonde. Yeah. Because they teach in Brentwood. Yeah, I know. Totally. Pretty much it. Um, but like, I'm also like gross. Like it, she wouldn't have recognized me sitting That's in the class. So funny. And then, yeah, I tagged you guys on Instagram oh and God. so seeing her in the class later on, I think the like submission rate was already up for joining your class, but yeah. I saw her and that was like a ping to me. Ugh. And I was like, I got to reach out. Yeah. Sometimes there's little signs, yeah, yeah, little pings. And I do have to say there's something about Monica. There's something about your voice. 
You guys are probably like, oh my God, we love her voice. There's something about your voice that's so soothing and calming. Thank you. Has anyone ever told you that? Um, It's like a 50-50. Like I get, (laughs) I often get like, it's funny when I meet people in person, like that listen to like Jeff Lewis's show, they're like, we love your voice. We love your laugh. But then I'll get like hate like DMs or like comments or like most annoying fake laugh or I can't stand her voice. And so I'm sort of torn, but well, we freaking um, love your voice. Thank here. you. Oh my God. You're the best. No, you're the best. I want to know, like, how has this whole like Jeff Lewis thing, how has that impacted your career? Like, how did you get started with that? Yeah. So I met Jeff years ago when he was re- he basically, well, he tore down my old house when I was married. <laughs> I, I feel like he tricked us into tearing it down. I thought we were just like remodeling some things, and then it, like it was on, it was on studs. It was just <laughs> torn You're down. Like, we don't have a house. Yeah, job. Like, we have nowhere to live. Um, and so obviously, I was like a psycho stalker. I loved his show. I watched it for years. And um, at the time, we were like, "Do we move? Do we remodel?" And I was like, "If you want to have a baby with me, you're gonna hire Jeff Lewis to redo our house." <laughs> Oh my god! I so that love was that. sort of my like push present to myself, I guess. Yeah. Um. So we did, and luckily they took the job, and it was so fun, and we became good friends while shopping all of those months. I mean, it almost took two years to do the whole thing. So, like, did you randomly meet him, or did you just know him from oh, being on Bravo? I just, you know, yes, I speak fluent Bravo, love and it. so I just cold emailed his office, and then luckily, like the next day, I got a phone call from Gage, and I was like. Yes, we're in. <laughs> um, and a, yeah, so it was just kind of funny. But um, but then yeah, we've stayed friends over the years. And then we were at Christmas together, at, like a mutual friends. And he had just started his show, and he's like, "When are you going to be on the show?" And I was like, "Well, I was just waiting to be asked." Yeah. And then yeah, we just had so much fun. So yeah, he's pretty cool, and he invites me back. You know, and you guys have a live show coming up, don't you? Yes, we're going to be in Arizona at um, Stand Up Comedy. L- we'll post live. the link. Yes, but it's in Phoenix. It's Thursday the 20th and it's called Thirsty Thursday with Jeff Lewis and Friends. Oh my God, I love that. And I went to Arizona State. So <sighs> party Can I tell you school? something? Yes, tell me. I wanted to go to Arizona State so you badly did? when I was in Wait, school. I love that you even knew about it. <laughs> no. Yes. No, in New Jersey, like at our high school, it was just like if... Oh. I mean, I... Was that one of the top It like, was picks? like, that's where like all the hot, yes. cool people went. Yes. Oh my God, there were so many meatballs at Arizona State. <laughs> I lived in the Manzanita freshman dorm everyone was from jersey like oh it was east coast city there because everyone's like parents were in the witness protection program right that or there's like the snowbirds where yes. they have like their second homes there and all the parents want to come out and enjoy the warm weather oh my god so, I'm so jealous so, it was really fun like we used to watch like the sororities would like make all these like videos of like you guys <laughs> oh, no. partying and being hot oh and my just... god yeah i actually was not in a sorority because oh, i a normal person i was well, normal i my whole i was sort of anti. I was like, I'm not going to pay for my friends. But all- <laughs> I was like, how much do you want? I will pay right. for all of that. Totally. But also my parents were kind of dicks and they weren't going to pay for it. So I knew I'd have to like work an extra job. And I was like, I'm not about working. Not worth it. I, I have a personality. I'm good. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I luckily lived on like a co-ed floor and I made lots of friends and I had girlfriends that were in them and I would go to like the um, date parties, right? Yes. Or date nights, date parties, I think. Socials. So- socials. socials. Yes, it was fun. And I would go. always like you know vomit on the bus on the way home of like course. you do i jumped off a bus stop it did you on the way home from a break something or were um, you okay? i didn't realize that until the next morning <laughs> of course i like so we drunk. were all just like on the school bus coming home from like our big formal oh my god and someone had like hit the alarm on the bus and i was like get me the 
fuck off oh this bus. God. And we're like, it wasn't like we were going like 70 miles no, an hour. But still, you're probably in heels. I was in heels. Or like wedge flip flops, like you did. I wish. <laughs> no, I would never. Um, <laughs> I did. I'm so bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were in Rhode Island, though. Okay. So it was, so it was different. It yeah. was more like New York City, Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Love so it. I was in like spiky heels and yes. I just knocked open the emergency exit door and jumped off and I just love con- you. You're like, I'm gonna survive. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Like I'm gonna be an action star. Yeah, yeah. You know totally. You're like treated. America's next ninja warrior princess. I do know how psycho I have. Like anytime like something scares me or like I have to do it, I'm like, this is good training for when yes. I have to do stuff. Um lady, I only fly on airplanes in like exactly what you're wearing, workout clothes right now, because I'm the girl that's like, oh I'm gonna survive. I'm gonna jump off that wing and dive into the ocean and save myself. And you guys can just, you know. All right, I'm booking every piece with you. Yeah, yeah, and I, of course, I carry like a shitload of crystals in my bra, too. which I'm obsessed with. Yes. Um, I feel like I don't. I wish do I, I had need crystals. To buy you some crystals. I need to buy you some bra crystals. <laughs> I need bra crystals. You do. You know, House of Intuition is right across the street from the I, studio. You know what? Since this is kind of like a Valentine's Day adjacent episode, I do have to say I had bought their love candle. Ooh, this is probably four years ago. Okay. And I, uh, the way their candles work, they have crystals on the bottom and you burn the entire candle down to the bottom and then you use the crystals. I am not going to lie, guys. And I'm not super, super into this, but Mm -hmm. like kind of, I burned it down and literally, I think met my boyfriend like six months later. That is amazing. It's like voodoo, like whatever. Yes. But you have to let the candle burn, right? Once you light it, you let it go for like three days. That scares me, but. No, I always put it out. (laughs) Oh, you do? Okay. I I never leave it burning. That's why it took six months. You probably would have met him like the next day. Yeah. I, when I do like a money candle or some kind of candle like that. Uh I know you're not supposed, you're supposed to let him go. No, so at no. nighttime, I'm so paranoid, but I put it in the sink with like Ooh. ice at the bottom, like just in case it cracks open. I don't want to burn the house down. That's so smart. Yeah. Put it in the sink. I love it. I do have to ask you a question. Do you ever get yeah. like indents in your boobs from the crystals in um, the bra? We need to know. I can't tell because I put them <laughs> under where my boob like flaps, you know, <laughs> nice. and then they don't fall out of the bra. So if there's indents, but you know, I will say I forget that I have them in and I'll go home and I'll go to like shower and I like take off my clothes and then everything just crashes <laughs> on the floor and it just all breaks. Yeah. And it's like crystal dust. Yes, it's totally. fine though. It's yeah. like a body I've only, scrub. I've only cracked one crystal, and then I'm like, well, that's just double the. You know, now one goes on each boob. It's it's really good luck. Yeah. Oh my god, mm. you need to you need to meet Annabelle DeSisto. I know Annabella. Her? Oh, you do. Uh, yes. So I met her doing stand up, and okay. a couple years ago, I think right after I had my baby, and yeah, she's super fun, yeah, super she, crazy. Oh my god, she loves crystals. Oh. Shit, yeah, she oh, does. Yeah. <laughs> you walk in there and you're like, there's so much Remember energy Remember when she was like here. selling her crystals for a while? Like, oh, yeah. yeah with all like, of it. All kinds of treasures. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I, 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 that's kind of how I learned yeah. about House of Intuition. She was the yeah. first person that took me to House of Intuition. Listen, lady, you can't live in LA and not have someone eventually like try to crystal you in. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I want to know though, because I feel like you take crystalling to a different level. Like I've heard Thank that you. you like to meditate and like actually put them on I your do. body. Yeah. I know there's certain chakras like when you buy your crystals usually a good place will say like this crystal is kind of aligned with this chakra and so you could place them in line where they go and my you know attention and memory is just for shit these days so i just pick where i want them to go but yeah usually kind of like go up the middle on my shoulders i love to hold one in each hand it does ground you it does i really and when i'm done meditating i'm not kidding you i feel like i'm vibrating really yeah 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to do this. Yeah. And the more you do it, the more you're like, I'm fucking powerful. <laughs> oh my God. See, yeah. that's what we need. We need power. Yeah, we need- I, I think everyone today on Valentine's Day, before we- you go... Do you right? Just meditate with some crystals. <laughs> do I don't it. care. Yeah, self love, self love. Meditate and masturbate. Oh my god, That's a good Valentine's guys. Everyone, Day. after you're listening to this, yes. <laughs> do a meditate and then masturbate, and I, you, you can't lose. You really can't. <laughs> I feel like no matter what, like yeah. single in a relationship, yeah. yeah. self partnered, pouring it up. I, yeah, <laughs> I like to call being single self partnered. Now I heard that term recently, and I'm like, yes, that's amazing. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, I'm self partnered. Yeah. Wait, who said that recently? Was it Emma Watson? That maybe was like, it was. I maybe think- that's how it trickled down the the telephone pole. She was like, I'm good. Yeah, I. That, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like I've had a lot of girlfriends recently say this. Where like even like guy friends of mine Uh have been like, hey, can I get your friend's number or whatever? And most of the girls like before I even like say who it is, Mm -hmm. they're kind of like, yeah, I feel like I was really focusing last year on like the guy I was dating or like in a relationship and like totally lost. It's so true. Everything. Yeah. I feel like my whole like first half of my life, I was so relationship focused and everything was about boys and like finding my soulmate and like all this crap. And for some reason now I'm just in that phase of my life where it's like, I'm kind of aloof. Like it just doesn't occur to me. Like I know people that like dating apps are there. It's like their second job. And I just, I don't even care. I have no desire. And I just am like all about my career and being a mom and just enjoying all my great girlfriends that I've made over the years and just like dating myself. I love that. But I also feel like it'll just hit you when you don't. Sure. Know yeah. yeah. I, um, I just went to the book release party for Gigi Lavanji Grazer, uh-huh. who's been yeah. on the podcast and her book is called been there, married that amazing. Okay. I'm buying it. Amazoning it today. It's amazing. Amazing. And she was on the podcast and she talked about how like she had been divorced and all of that. And then randomly just like now, her now husband like it was she was not looking like right, it just right. kind of and I think that's how like relationships kind yeah. of happen and you have to learn to love yourself and be okay being alone and all of those things too which when we're younger I don't know that we really are no I don't get that I feel yeah. like we want everything like right now right away white knuckle yeah. it yeah it's like I'm turning 18 and I want everything right now <laughs> yeah totally like, unless you're like Hayley Bieber yes you're like 20 yeah unless or you're like a millionaire Kardashian yeah which then again they do it right away anyway they do because they're like literally like 70 years old totally. at this point they have like eight <laughs> exactly. houses yeah they've been momagered they, yeah they're like they're what's like, next totally they're 70 I love it but do you do you have any advice for the meatballs listening about mm. like I know because we always say you got to love yourself for right self-love like, yeah you got to be okay with sure. you but like I know I used to get frustrated when people would say that right yeah because you're like self-love or it just seems so like she she whatever yeah um yeah I mean look I feel like for me what helped is I did therapy for a little while mm. um you know just a lot of you know, working on yourself. And then Mm. I feel like then you're a better partner for someone else. But yeah, you do have to be like a good partner for yourself. Or I feel like my therapist was like, you know, you have to become the parent of you and Mm. treat yourself the way you want to be treated. And then you sort of have these like standards, you know, you raise the bar on yourself and so that other people can't mistreat you or, Mm. you know, you start to feel and own your own self-worth, which I think a lot of us don't really get growing up. We don't get all the ingredients for that 
Well, no, <laughs> I feel yeah. like we're not taught to really do, you're taught yeah. to work hard, keep going. Totally. Like, or if you're, you know, children are to be seen and not heard, or you're pretty, so you're not smart or, you know, all those other things. Yeah. We get weird mixed messages and then we believe that story. So yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. I know for me, like I, I've, it's taken me a really long time to learn how to like check in with myself. Oh yeah. You know, like even like today, mm-hmm. I, I really don't have plans tonight. Uh-huh. And it, part of me wants to like go to Mike's and go right. hang out at the improv and like do like try to get on a show. Sure. But, but you've been traveling and like, you know, burning the candle at both ends. Ooh, like yeah. maybe you need to get a massage and <laughs> eat some good food and go to bed early. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do that. Do it, girl. I also love, you recommended a book called The Wealthy Spirit. Yes. And it's actually right there. Oh my God, the I love it. Shelly Campbell. Yes. Um, I just started it. Cool. But can you please like yes. tell the meatballs about the book? Because yes. I feel like it's so helpful. It doesn't matter if you're an actress right. or a comedian. Like tell us yeah. how you found this. Yes. So this book was given to me by a friend, Jack mm. Robinson. Um, hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack's girls. Um, yeah. My friend Jack gave it to me for Christmas a couple years ago. He gave it to all of his like fun girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And I, what I loved about it is it's a page a day because as you know, it's hard to read unless you're just totally a reader yeah. um, who has time. What's nope. a book? And um, so it's like a page a day. I can do this. And what I love is, is yeah, the author, Shelly, she started out wanting to be an actor and she was an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but her path, you know, everyone's lives change and take turns. And then she ended up becoming uh, a financial advisor or wealth management person. And she basically wrote this book to help relieve people of financial stress and life stress, essentially. And so it's like a page a day, like an AA book or something. And then at the end, there's a little affirmation which as I tell you all the time, I love to take that affirmation, put it on a post-it, put it up in my bathroom or in my car. And it just really helps you, you know, learn and appreciate things and stay on your path to success and, and creating the reality that you want. I love that. Yeah. It's really great. And what's so amazing about it is you never know how life is going to take you. I gave that book to one of my best girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And then she wrote, I guess, an amazing review about the book on Amazon or something. And the author, Shelly, said, you know, every now and again, I like to check and see if people are still buying the book or whatever. And she read my friend's review and then emailed my best friend, Kalani, and um, was like, holy shit, we're all going to lunch. (gasps) And so we all went to lunch and had like an amazing women's powwow and she gave us so many nuggets of gold about life and the future you know and just she was such an amazing she's an amazing woman and we're still in touch and yeah love her get the do book. you have any like favorite takeaways from the book yes my my biggest one is about finding your people okay you have to find the people that vibe at your frequency and people that are gonna you know lift you up and you know be happy for you genuinely happy like if you say to me tomorrow i booked a recurring guest star on modern family or whatever i'm gonna be like all right we're going out to celebrate after you film because we're not going to drink before you shoot no and you know all these things and she said there's you know people are divided into three groups there's dolphins tunas and sharks Dolphins are your people. They're your champions. The tunas are like the status quo people that just are on autopilot and don't really, not that they don't matter, but you know what I mean. They're like, wah, wah. And, then, <laughs> and then the sharks are the energy vampires or the takers, the people that try to sabotage you in the audition room or before <sighs> your audition. Like no. they're just the dicks. So stay away from sharks. Stay away from sharks. <laughs> yeah. I, um, 
I love that. I think it's really hard to like find your people. Yeah. Like, real people. Yeah. And I think that comes with age too, where you're finally like done with putting up with people who are fake friends or not reliable or mm-hmm. not really have your best interest in mind. Um, I randomly, I found a quote in my phone Yes, and it was, I was like scrolling through my notes. I don't know about you, but my note section has Ugh, like thousands. I can't even. It's yeah, I know. And and then I hate when I also, um, hybrid things that don't even go together. Nothing You're like, Oh God, sense. I'll never remember yeah, so, where this is. Yeah. yeah. I literally, I was like scrolling through and I was like, what is this quote? And I, Put it in my phone at 1 a.m. on February 4th, which <gasps> oh. was when I was on the red eye to head to New York. Yes. Oh my so God. I don't know what I was either listening to right. or reading. Sure. I don't know what it was, but it resonated with me and it resonated kind of with everything that you you preach in your class. Mm-hmm. So if you guys don't mind, I want to read it. I don't know where it's from. So if you're Love listening it. and you're like, I know what that quote is, <laughs> please write me. Let at us what's know. Your, yeah, <laughs> let us know at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com. But I just really like this. Um Make sure you're on top of your game for the energy that radiates from that place is both attractive and remarkable. I remember reading this quote from the author of The Buying Brain, where he talks about novelty and what stands out. Novelty recognition is a hardwired survival tool all humans share. Our brains are trained to look for something brilliant and new, something that stands out, something that looks delicious. We want this to walk into the room. Cool. I feel like maybe I was listening to a podcast. God, you had to and be. I transcribed maybe it. some sort of actor's podcast. No, I don't know. right? <laughs> Shit. It's not quite Joe Dispenza, but it's like something. Yeah. Hmm. I also have yeah, this I love is it. another one. Please. Completely isolated. Love it. The difference between attract wait, difference between attraction and commitment. I don't know what that is. Never mind. <laughs> don't know. Yes. Oh, I think this I was listening to someone talking about. Um, being friends with your partner. Oh, yes. And if you're only with someone because they're like hot. Right. That's it's not going to work yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. But whatever. Let's go back to the oh, first quote. But that's a good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it's a good one. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like that. I don't know, like walking into the room with your crystals in your bra and yeah. having confidence and all of that stuff. Totally. It's kind of like, you know, we were talking about, we have to stop apologizing. And, you know, when you send someone an email, you know, keep it up and positive and direct and asking for what you want instead of like, I hope you don't mind, but is, would it be possible? Like we got to cut that shit out. Oh yeah. I started learning that just when I was like texting and dating and like even my like brothers or my guy cousin, my brothers, I have one. My, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I so have many. one. Um, I would like text them like one sentence after another, like mm-hmm. just cause you want to get the ideas out and they're like, can you stop? Oh my God, it's amazing. so annoying. Oh. So they taught me to like trim the fat. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, you, know? you got to edit. You and I feel it. like you're really good at that. Thank you. I've been working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, can you tell the meatballs about something else you've been working on called Fresh Off the Boat? Yes. Okay, so Fresh Off the Boat is an idea I had for basically a course for anyone who's new to LA or thinking about moving here because LA is also, it's not just acting or, you know, stand up. It's a business and it's also forming relationships, which I, someone also informed me about relationship gardens, which what's that? Okay. So a relate, I'll tell you really quickly. So a relationship garden is basically you create a Google doc Mm -hmm. and anytime you have an audition or you go to a party or an event and you meet somebody also in the business, you write down, you know, their name, how you met them, who they're connected with so that you can always kind of go back to this or you can share it with your representation and they can go, okay, and try to connect you to people. And it's just a good way of looking back if you ever want to reach out about a project or something. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but this town really is about relationships and it's also about you being your own boss. You know, everybody gets here and it doesn't matter if you went to USC or, you know, just a straight acting school. They don't really tell you like how to go out and find reps and get into a class, get headshots and set yourself up and your social media and all of those things. And you have to figure it out on your own. And, you know, I would say it definitely took me a while to figure those things out. And the more I had these conversations with friends, you know, most of them, same thing. I've talked to so many people and they're like, yeah, nobody told me shit about shit when I moved here. No, I have. You have to figure it out. And then people are very secretive about Mm -hmm. their path or how they went about it. And I get it. I don't blame them because if you've done things on your own, you're like, well, shit, I had to figure it out. Like, I'm not just going to give away the secrets to you, but I really do kind of want to help people get like a little bit further ahead, a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. If I can, I feel like if that's one way I can help people, men, women, whoever, um, you know, expedite the process of getting a success a little bit faster or getting in the game, of LA, then why not? So that's, I'm, so I'm basically going to do, I've filmed some online classes and I've interviewed some really successful, fun actor friends of mine, including Stephanie. Um, so yeah, it's all going to be on my website. That's so cool. And we talked about maybe giving the meatballs a promo code. Yes. Meatball promo code. We'll make it Jersey. I love that. that Easy for you. Yeah. Jersey is perfect. We'll do it for like the whole, a whole month. So it's going to go live on the 19th, but we'll just say until March 20th. They get 20% off. It's normally $99 Mm -hmm. and you can watch it on your laptop, your phone. You know, it's very easily accessible. And I just have to say, not that I was taking this exact course, um, Ever since I've literally started taking classes with you, I've gotten more auditions. Amazing. Just I've gotten more confidence. It's just it's it like kick started something that cool. was kind of like feeling a little stale yes. in my career. Oh my god, I love it. Thank it, you for saying. Yeah, like you're amazing. Oh, thank you. Like that's exactly like and that's why I did that day where I was like anybody who wants to come like take notes. Like I just want to share whatever information I have because again, it's like why not? There's room for all all of us. And I really want to, I also really want to bring community together. You know, I want to connect. I love connecting people because it's like so fun. If someone's working on this project and you're like, Oh, I know somebody, let me connect. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to help everybody make their shit and every, all of us be happier. Can you just be all our moms? Okay. Totally. <laughs> yeah. our acting I know, moms, right? Can you um, tell my daughter that when she's 16? <laughs> Tell her to call me. She can yeah, hang out with like, Hollywood. Here's a number, Dylan. <laughs> call her. Oh my God. You already set her up for just being cool. Her name is Dylan. Dylan, right? Okay, so oh. kind of lame. A, her name is inspoed because, of course, Dylan McKay from 90210, one of my first crushes. I know. Oh, so I had his pillow. It was a heart shaped pillow, oh. and I would totally make out with it. Oh, I had the Barbie doll, and I would make him like have sex with the Kelly doll. Yes. Oh, amazing. <laughs> they were a hot couple. I was always a Dylan girl. Yeah. And then also, Ralph Lauren's daughter is Dylan, Dylan's candy bar or candy oh, store. Yeah. And she's gorgeous. Like, Google that chick. And I was like, if my daughter can even have like a little dash of both of their coolness done. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. Wait. So, I want to talk about what's your jersey is basically oh, yeah. where you're from and how you got to okay. where you are. Cool. So, just tell you're from San Francisco. Yeah. Right? Yep. I grew up in the Bay. Um, and then when my parents kind of yuppified a little bit more, we mm-hmm. could afford to like live across the Golden Gate Bridge in Marin, which is very beautiful okay. and very, you know, it's like middle class, but 
I don't know. It's cool. It's not too granola, but just enough. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I went to school there and I was always involved in theater and all of that. And so this all started at like yeah, a, young a very, age. yeah, I was always doing like the first play I ever did. I want to say it was like either in kindergarten or first grade. It was like the night before Christmas mm. and the boy who was playing the dad got sick and they're like, Oh, we need somebody. And no one would raise their hand. And I was like, I'll do it. They were like, great. They painted a mustache with um, mascara on my face. Perfect. And there you go. Bob's your uncle. Um, so yeah, so I was always into performing and I was always getting in trouble for my mouth in school always, which is a blessing in disguise. Right. Yeah. Little did my parents know. Um, and so, yeah. And then it's funny. I always wanted to go somewhere amazing like Juilliard or one of those places, but I was just not a motivated kid and I wasn't good in school. I mean, I would get good grades in like English and PE and you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but so yeah, I just, I was like, oh, well, where can I get in? But that's far enough away from my parents. And I was like, Arizona State. <laughs> and also Jerry Maguire had just come out and I was like, this is so cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm that girl. Uh, Did you ever Renee Zellweger crush after that movie? You know what? I never, never loved jumped her. Out. I think it was the voice and the that like sour face. I don't know. <laughs> but I was all about Rod Tidwell and some Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Um, yes. So I had um, a very embarrassing moment you, with um, who? this Tom weekend. Green. So no. I, I was obsessed with Renee Zellweger from the movie Empire Records. Have oh you my God. I that? did love that movie. I obsessed. really did. Obsessed. So yes. the guy that played Liv Tyler's boyfriend yes. in it, I thought yeah, he was so mm-hmm. hot for totally. so long. Yep. So we were at an Oscar like viewing party and my boyfriend knows that I love Uh-oh. Empire Records. He's like, that surpassed. And he was like. <laughs> He's sitting over there. Oh, God. And Are I you was sweating? Like, I'd be so uncomfortable. I'm dying. And right? by the end of the party, it was probably like three glasses of wine. Who am I oh, getting? Five, five glasses of wine. Your cheeks are red. Yeah. Your makeup is melted off. <laughs> and my boyfriend like brings me over to him. And I'm like, <laughs> no. no. You, oh, my God. And I was so awkward. And I'm usually like normally like cool. Like, but it's I'm, so embarrassing. Was he like, she has a crush on you? Or what did he say? <laughs> no. But I was just like, I love your work so much. And he's like. <laughs> Empire Records. What? <laughs> and like, I really just couldn't be eloquent. I had no words. Right. Like, it was so uh. awkward. Then I went on to tell him I used to sit with my tape recorder as a kid <gasps> and record the scenes from the movie and like oh react God, them out. Like, right. it got real creepy real quick. I love you and it's awful. It yeah. was so it's bad. so bad. I it's know. Okay. I once met Charlie Sheen at the SAG Awards. Talk about dumb bitch city. Like, everything was fine. I was playing it cool. And then as he's about to leave and we say goodbye I had to say hey I really loved you in three for the road or some awful like obscure <laughs> 80s movie he was in but I would watch it all the time yeah. and he drove a Porsche and it was like super I don't know he was just so hot back then um and a hot mess obviously yeah and he was like oh my god that's like the worst fucking movie ever like he totally like <laughs> just like shut it down and I was like okay have a good night bye bye, um, okay. bye. bye. you know who you just remind me of <gasps> and she was like a huge influence and girl crush for me but again did kind of shitty <gasps> movies um Christy Swanson oh yeah I love a shitty movie uh, I mean I actually my dream so if talking about goals yeah I only want to be in amazing shitty movies that like <laughs> sink into the souls of the viewers that exactly. they'll never forget you yeah. know, it doesn't have to win awards, doesn't but I want to be in all the movies that people like love. I could quote Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, Mannequin uh, Two on the Move. Oh my god. Three men and a little Stop lady. It. I mean Mannequin <laughs> One. Hollywood. Oh god. That oh. song. My dream is to be able to sing that song. But, I, I but, wish I could remember the words, but I am 
can build this street together. Stand and stop forever. Nothing's gonna stop us now. Nip this world. It's so bad. I, I mean, would cry every I time. Mean, I can't. Every yeah. time. There's no way. I, I wanted know. to know what happened. We oh, needed a future. And how hot was what's his name? Andrew McCarthy in like See, a dorky, in like a dorky hot. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, but pretty in pink. I just, but you know who I, I love the bad boys. So I wanted yeah, Steph from exactly. Pretty in Pink. Yeah. I wanted a such five a weird, shadow. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm, I'll have, I'll take the teacher who's 40. Exactly. Yeah. Growing up, like, cause I feel like when I was younger, movies, like, it was like 30 somethings playing teens, just like, yeah. you know, nine or twenty oh. Till and McKay. And so when I got to college, I fully expected the men in college to look like that. And when yeah. I got there and they still looked 12, I was like, what the? fuck is going on here. Yeah, I was like, I, I want to fuck had, a man. Exactly. <laughs> so bad. Always a crush yeah. on like the hot brooding yeah. theater oh, teacher. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Jake Ryan. Right. Somebody like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Wait, so you were in Arizona State. How did you manage to even like focus oh, God. to study okay. anything So there? shockingly, my parents did let me major in theater. So me too. I, oh, God, right? Well, I know. Like, what a waste. I know. It's like, <laughs> but it was great. I loved it. Was it was great. Like, yeah. I wish they, I mean, I do wish they would have just let me move out here and like paid for like acting uh-huh. classes or whatever. But I I get it. I probably would have been in jail a couple of times had yeah. they let me do what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so thanks, parents, I guess. Yeah. Um, but Thank so, yeah, I... Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, college is a, a wake-up call because it's all on you. Yeah. You have to be somewhat responsible. I And I actually got out in four years. Don't ask me how. I did take summer school one year. I had to take it one year. Just, but, but I mean, just to rack up the credits to get out on time. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah, there were times where I vomited in a bush on my way to take a final or something like that. But, um, I don't know. I just knew for me, the goal was always moving to LA. Okay. So that and was always so that like, was like my focus. Okay. If I can get out of here and my plan was always the minute you graduate, you're getting in that car and you're going to LA. That is not what happened. I was totally like paralyzed, like in love with some terrible person that I was dating on and off. And I like stayed there and cocktail waitress and did thing. I, I did a lot of theater actually. I think after I graduated, I did a couple plays and theater. I Bare minimum. Yeah. So I like got in with some very obscure, you know, I did like the vampire lesbians of Sodom. Ever heard of that? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I played Renee and Tracy. And so double double acting, double the pay. Um, (laughs) And like, you know, psycho beach party, stuff like that. Um, I did hair. I was naked on stage like five nights a week. I have so much respect for that. I've Uh, never had to do that. It's weird. Some nights, because you know, as women, like two weeks out of the month, you feel like a goddess. And the other two, you're like, I'm disgusted. Swamp creature. Yeah. So two weeks out of the month of the run, I'd be like right out front, like full bush, like, look at me, I'm naked. And then the other two weeks, I'd be in the back, like, can't do it tonight, guys. I'm but good. it was great to get people to come see you because they're like, what? You're really going to be naked? I was like, yeah, come on, check it out. $20 a person. Um, so that was awesome. as close as I got to becoming a stripper. Nice. My parents obviously didn't come out for that one. Um, Shocker. (laughs) But eventually I did come out to LA with a girlfriend on a whim. It's so random. Her, she's a pilot. I have a lot of like, badass women friends that are like, you know, C-130 pilots, whatever. And like Blackhawks. Yeah. And so she's like, do you want to hop on my dad's plane this weekend and go to LA and just like, you know, check out Manhattan Beach, which I had never heard of. And I was like, let's do it. And of course, right before the plane took off, I was like, wait, 
do you, you really know how to fly, right? Like, please tell me. And she's like, no, I totally do. And it was the, cause, and I also hate flying. So I can't believe I let this happen. Uh, so we flew out on like a little Cessna, like that was built in the seventies. And she's like, oh, uh, we have to, um, she's like, well, I forgot that we're in the air by the way. And she's like, can you look in the back? Is there like a black bag? And I was like, no, there's our groceries with like our apples. And she's like, okay, so I forgot the GPS. She goes, so we're just no. going to follow the 10. Is, no. So just, if I tip the airplane, if you can see the freeway, then we're on the right track. No. Yes. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Then as we got closer to LA, she goes, um, Hey Kelly. Uh, she goes, um, yeah. So I forgot that the, um, the lights on the plane aren't working right now. So we have to land before it turns dark. And I was like, are you fucking kid? And this plane only goes, I think like 300 miles an hour, which I think is slow for an airplane Yeah, probably. And so whatever we made it, we had fun. We lived, but the pilot bottled a throttle. She got too drunk to fly us home the next day. And then it was too foggy to fly again, like another day. Ugh. So we ultimately got fired from our jobs at raw sushi in Scottsdale and, um, tragic good times. And <laughs> so they waited though. They waited till we got back and they let us work a shift together. And then they took us in the office and fired us. And I was like, well, looks like I'm going to LA right now. It was, it was the best thing that ever happened. So I guess if I have to thank anyone, it's thanking Kelly Smith for getting my shit together and making me move to LA. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. Thanks Kelly. Um, yeah. So I literally sold everything I owned, which wasn't much. And I drove here with $150 in my wallet. My stepdad let me use his gas card, but he was like, how soon are you going to pay me back? You know, like typical dad. Um, and I was like, fuck it when I can. And, (laughs) um, and we had a free couch for like a month to stay on her, her aunt and uncle were on a cruise and we found jobs as soon, you know, right away. Now, did you move to Manhattan beach or did you move to LA? That's where I started. Really? And I had no idea. Like, did you just think like on the map, it looks like it's so close to Hollywood, right? Hollywood. Okay. We're like soul sisters. The logic behind that. I was like, Oh, it's right there on the map. (laughs) No, it's, it's not. like an hour and a half drive because yeah. of traffic. Don't so, do that, guys. No. And so right away, we like hit the pavement looking for a waitressing job. Same. And it was so crazy because they were like, do you have a headshot and resume? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm a cocktail waitress. They're like, yeah, it's LA. You know? And I was like, oh my God. Jesus. Yeah. It was very hard. Um, but I did. We found jobs right away. Where? Um, I worked at a place. I think it's still there called Lido Yes. Manhattan. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. And speaking of, it was like right around Valentine's Day. It was so depressing. Like living in LA with no money, starving, and then watching people in love eat dinner, like, you know, $300 dinners. You're like, fuck you. I worked at Cafe Pierre. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I also worked at Hennessy's Tavern right next door to Cafe Pierre. I wonder if her paths ever crossed. Wow. That's weird. Crazy. So crazy. Um, Which also, by the way, that place had still probably has carpet and it smells like barf in there. But what I loved about working, there is they encouraged you to drink with the clientele. So I had a lot of fun. I so much fun. So many memories, but yeah. also probably gained like 15, 20 pounds right when I moved here. Oh yeah. So problems, gross. Pizza late night. I would I was living on like hot pockets yeah. and red wine. Yeah. I was so two buck chuck. Yeah. I had no money. No. It was also when like the depression hit. Yes. It was just the it was so worst. yeah. I couldn't have moved here at a worse time. Yes. And I remember we would go to the store and we would get mac and cheese for like ninety nine cents a box, yeah. and then also Costco's right there. So yeah. we would do dollar fifty hot dog and a soda. <laughs> 
then I would always get a churro to like, of course, pig, you have to. a pig. Because uh, that's the actress diet, it right? Is. In the like beginning. everything is stacked against you. Like totally. you're supposed to be skinny, yes. fit. You're supposed Ugh. to be getting facials, totally. all the headshots, all the acting I couldn't afford a gym. Nothing. I finally got anything. the like gumption. And again, it's all about, you know, it's like sink or swim when you move here. And yeah. so I had to have like several crying, screaming talks with myself. Like I remember driving down PCH, like sobbing with oh. like my jack in the box, like French toast sticks. Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, oh. And I was like, bitch, you need to start running from peer to peer. You need to get in shape. Yes. You need to get in a good headspace. You need to go audition at the Groundlings like you said you were going to do five fucking years ago. Yeah. And so I started to slowly be my own, you know, champion or my own boss and start to like be accountable and do those things. And then when you show up for yourself, that's when the universe reports back and you start being rewarded for doing your shit. It's so true. And again, like I'm, your class is proof for me that like things have started like really picking up since I joined it. Did you um, run by the 90210 house? Of um, I even had my rollerblades when I moved here. So I would rollerblade, which also rollerblading and sand do not go well together. I definitely like biffed it like a few times, like face (laughs) terrible. Oh my God. I love the strand. And so I did Manhattan beach. And then eventually my friend Kelly and I, we found like a studio on a walk street in Manhattan beach. So gorgeous. And we lived on air mattresses. Mm -hmm. We bought twin air mattresses at Target and we would call it giving uh, the air mattress a blowjob every night because we'd have to pump it up (laughs) because after you sleep on it one night, it would like half deflate. And we had like, we didn't even have like furniture or dressers. We like folded our clothes along the wall and we were freezing. Like we would sleep with beanies and socks on our hands and because we didn't realize that the heat is escaping out of the bottom of the air mattress. So note to self, don't sleep on an air mattress or wrap it somehow to contain the air. I don't know. It was just, it was, we were roughing it. It was, yeah, it was not easy. Wow. So when did you start doing stand-up? I started doing stand-up. So after I got as far as I could go in the groundlings and then they were like, we hate you. No, um, they were like, we're <laughs> done with you. Uh, then I was reading Kathy Griffin's book uh-huh. and all about her journey. And she talked about how she did kind of better on her own or just, it was just, you know, it was her time. And so I was like, I'm going to do stand-up. And people had always, I think that's another good barometer. Like if people were always like, oh my God, Monica, the way you tell stories or whatever, like that, I feel like I'm watching stand-up. So for years I'd been hearing that. And so I was like, well, fine, bitches, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I look, I Googled stand-up comedy class because I do like to take classes only because it keeps me accountable. If I try to do stuff on my own, sometimes it's just too hard for me. So I need to feel like I have some structure. Um, but I found Jerry Katzman's class online and I called him, we talked, I signed up. And well, the thing that stuck out for me was on his website, he had students where it was their very first five minutes up and they were all solid five minutes, like really. And it was all, what made them all so great is they were personal. Yeah. And for me, that's why I fall in love with comics is when I learn something about them instead, you know, like when I get to know like their ins and outs. Yeah. Not just like observation. Stuff, yeah, which is fine, which too. is great too. I yeah. love a good Bravo. Me too. Joke. Me too. <laughs> but when I really know how fucked up you are, yeah. that's when I love you. It's better. Yeah. No, it's uh-huh. true. I even this is so gross. Oh, but the other day, uh, my boyfriend loves talking about poop. And oh my bedding. god, uh, poop is my passion. You're <laughs> okay. okay. gonna love uh, this. Colonics. I take poop pills. I at have night. colonics. Jobs. Yes. Oh my god. I, okay. I can't wait for you to tell yes. me after. Okay. Well, I, one I minute. Like... I think I'm gonna come see you on Sunday. Oh yay. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm working I out. Like... Babysitter. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, the more you poop, the skinnier you are. It's true. I <laughs> was in the best shape of my life when I was getting a colonic once a month, also working out and eating yeah. pretty clean. But I mean, six pack for days. Yeah. It's it's funny. Right before I joined your class, I started trying to like eliminate a lot of meats yeah. and dairy uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. And I definitely, I felt like I was going to the bathroom a lot more because I wasn't so stuffed Mm -hmm. up. Also for me, I find if I stop eating by 7 p.m., when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, so svelte. Uh, I was noticing. So Monica yesterday had like these cute jeans with like (gasps) a kind of like crop top on. And I was like, holy fuck abs. Oh my God. Amazing. I love you. Very flat stomach. Thank you. Yeah. And it's just because the last like three, because I'm going to Arizona for that show next week. I'm like, I got us. I know. Like, well, what screwed me up was obviously the Oscars because that's my favorite holiday. Yeah. So I ate that's like a Super Bowl. Fucking, for yeah, us. it is. It is. It is. Oh my god, that day was... I had so much pizza, chips. Uh, oh yeah. Everything. I started the morning uh, with good intentions, like a protein bar, like a vegan protein bar. But then I had to take my daughter to a birthday party where there were bagels and cream cheese, oh. followed by cheese pizza, Kryptonite. followed by um, Hanson's cake with ice cream. So then, I, and I was like, Jesus Christ. So I might as well just jump off the cliff then. This is how it's going to go. That, I'm like all or nothing. Yeah. So when my girlfriends came over, I gave them strict instructions of uh, my in and out order. <laughs> and then uh, we proceeded to have milkshakes uh, for our dessert with um, fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. Well, yeah, you're Hillary Swanky. Yeah, That's totally. Yeah, she yeah. Does I was, yeah. Or yeah, I was like, mo- I was like training for Monster, like Charlie's. So I was yes. just like, let's get into Monster Shape. And <laughs> this is method, yeah, people. Yeah, this is method. Um, yeah. So. So I'm recovering from that. I'm on a little bit of a restrictive. Well, you look amazing. Thank you. But the, the other day, my boyfriend was like, I don't know why farting came up. <laughs> amazing. And he was like, well, you fart in your sleep. And I was like, oh, we do. Because we hold it all day. Yeah. So now I'm trying to like write a bit on that. Yeah. I didn't know that that happened. Have you ever and woken I think yourself lying. up with a fart? Yes. Because I've done that. Where I'm like, what? What happened? <laughs> Who's that? I mean, so not, scary. <laughs> not anymore. Because I don't sleep with anyone. But when I did, oh, it's the worst. Or no. if you ever like hooked up with someone like, back in the college days after a night of drinking and sex and then you wake up and you and the farts are like imploding in your stomach like you feel like you're gonna explode the worst yeah you're like i can't get out of here he would just listen to the noises Uh that happened in my stomach and you're like that is prisoner farts (laughs) that's what that is you fucking dick exactly get out of my apartment i gotta gotta go i gotta go i gotta go (laughs) no but i feel like that's the stuff you have to talk about on stage do because it never changes i mean i I never even I was with you know my ex for like 12 13 years I never openly farted in front of him but it was like free game for him but I feel yeah. like their farts don't stink as bad because they fart all the time exactly so it's like air it's constantly if I going. fart you're gonna pass out yeah it's <laughs> SPD silent <laughs> but deadly totally yeah <laughs> uh, my grandpa used to call him buck snorts or he'd be like barking <laughs> spiders so if anyone's grandparents out there that's what they called him barking, yeah. spiders. barking spiders like what the hell that's I yeah. love it so we of course it. now pass that on to my daughter. <gasps> oh, oh gosh. Yeah. So I want to know like yeah. how you navigated like actually meeting someone, getting married, yeah. having an acting career, getting pregnant, having a baby, sure. like all of that. I would love to say that you can have it all. And I think you can, but sometimes you can't have it all at the same time. Um, I did meet my husband. We were sort of set up by a mutual friend. Um, through like we worked together and he used to go into this guy's work and he we were both single and I had just like broken up with someone and I was like, I don't care. I just want somebody to make out with, you know, yeah. one of those. Um, but we met and it was like instant chemistry and we were like 
inseparable after that for a long time. Um, and then, you know, we were together like six and a half, seven years before we actually got married. Like it was a back and forth. Like I never thought I was going to get married. I was always actually anti-marriage and kids. Um, and so, you know, we eventually were like, mm, let's do it. Um, well, like what stage in your career were you at when all this was um, going on? You know, I was doing stand up. I hadn't had like a ton of momentum because, again, still figuring it out. My ex was on a show. He was very busy. He didn't, you know, it was, again, you know, I was in a stage where I made my life more about him than me. Okay. Like that was my fault. I was definitely like a girlfriend slash personal assistant in a sense. You know what I mean? Got it. Um, so you then, you know, I was still going to class and I'd audition here and there or like get really close to things and just not book them. And I honestly think it had a lot to do with my confidence and I hadn't kind of done therapy yet and like worked out some of my old, fleshed out some old shit. Um, but then I got pregnant right after I had done CSI, which was the show that he was on. Okay. I had like a little part and I had auditioned for them a bunch of times where I think I should have gotten it, but whatever stuff happens. Um, so I got this like small part and then, um, I had also just, I think I just made six sex ed possibly, or maybe it was right. Yeah. I just made sex ed in the summer with my friend Isaac, um, which I don't know if you've seen that movie, but it's really fun. You guys should watch it. You should. There's so many hot famous people in that movie. Okay. So there's Glenn Powell. Okay. He's in the new Top Gun. Um, Lamorne Morris. Um, Ray Santiago, one of my besties. Um, Retta is in it. Um, Abby Elliott, who you totally remind me of in your acting. I love it. Thank love you. her. She's amazing. I'll take she it. has a new show um, on NBC. Uh, yeah, it's, I know I have it T vote uh, or I've DVR'd, whatever. I'm so old. <laughs> I have it T vote. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good people. Oh, and Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good fun rom, rom-com. Um, so I just made that. So things were starting to pick up and yeah. then I got pregnant. And it was a surprise pregnancy. So okay. I'll be honest about that. I didn't know how I felt about it until I decided that, okay, I'm going to do this. And so, wow. yeah, I was like, I don't know. Because my old story that I always told myself in my head was like, once you have kids, your life is over. Yeah. Don't ask me where I got that. I don't know why. Well, I would always say once I have kids, it's all about oh, them. I thought it was going to be, it. yeah. Or I thought it was going to just be like disgusting and not feel good about myself and just get end up like, you know, shopping at Target all day and eating 10 pizzas a week. I don't know. It's weird the things that we like make up in our heads. But actually having a baby, not only did it break my heart wide open and I fell so in love with her more than I thought I ever could, which also is another reason why I didn't want to have a kid. I was like, oh, I'm scared to love something so much. Um, But it also like snapped me into like a more of like, oh shit, like life is short. Time is flying by. I really want to like take care of myself better and keep working on my career even more. And it made me more passionate about being creative and, and all the other things I was doing. Yeah. It made you want to level up. It motivates you. Yeah. Oh yeah. It either motivates you or it might take you out of the game. I mean, I was out of the game for a little bit. Yeah. It it took me a while. I was like psych, you know, before you have kids, I was super selfish in the sense that my life was colonics, manicure, pedicures, uh, getting my hair done, facials and working out my personal trainer all the time. And then when you have a kid, even if you have help, it's like I I had an unexpected C-section. I'd never had surgery before. I had complications. Like, so it was a hard, it felt, it took me like two years to feel like myself again. Wow. It's really weird. Yeah. 
Did you have to deal with like depression or like any of that? Or were you no, pretty? No, like- I wasn't depressed, but my relationship was not going well. And okay. so that was like a factor. So yeah, it definitely like stunted things from maybe picking up as fast as I had hoped. Yeah. But, um, but then, you know, so I, you know, I got a divorce and, you know, and that's so scary too. Cause I, did not ever plan on that. You know, I had to restart my life all over and that's fucking scary to do with a kid no matter what, you know? And so I really had to learn about being good to myself and saying no to things and, and, and it really proved how much I loved her and wanted to show up for her because it's funny. My nanny at the time was like, so do you think you're going to be like partying a lot and like sleeping with a lot of people? I was like, Oh no, girl, I'm fine. Like I had my slutty college years. Like I'm good. I'm like, I really want to work on myself and be there for my daughter and, and work on my career. And she's like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> she's like, cause I've been with those moms before. I was like, Oh no, 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 we're, we're good. Yeah. So yeah. So, and, and I really feel like ever since, um, you know, that time things have really progressed for me more than they ever did before. You know? Oh gosh. Yeah. So everything kind of happens for a reason. Every, yeah. It's a blessing in disguise. Right. You know, and we're still really, you know, and now my ex and I are in a really good place. Okay. And, you know, so, you know, life goes on. Watch marriage story. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh my God. I loved the Steve Martin and Chris Rock. Every, everything they had to say. The Jeff Bezos, like marriage story. They thought it was was a comedy. And I was so bummed because I saw someone post like that they saw them at the comedy store or somewhere the the night before working on their stuff. And I was like, oh, why were we there? I know. Because we were sleeping. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, they were so great. Yeah. Um, It's funny you bring up (laughs) rom-coms, marriage story. Uh, (laughs) uh, So since it's a Valentine's Day episode and we normally talk sports, on yeah. what's your jersey yeah. and we talk just enough yeah. but there's really not much going on yeah. sports wise that know. like sad about the Super Bowl but whatever just, oh yeah you're San Francisco yeah. oh man it's I'm all right. so sorry you know what I'm just you know, the lesson I've learned is that's probably the last Super Bowl party I'm going to have because I spent a lot of money <laughs> and I spent a lot of money the last time they lost so you know what next time I'm going to be in my sweatpants at home that's by it. myself and they're going to win oh look at you that's my my reverse psychology on yeah, that. You're going to manifest that I'm going to manifest it. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I love it. Totally. Well, you still have Garoppolo on your mm-hmm. team and that's a win. I love to call him Janine Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's who my daughter thinks he is. She thinks that's his name. Yeah. That's amazing. Janine. Yeah. He's so cute. Also, I love her, by the way. And he is so cute. Oh, oh my God. Gosh. Uh, anyway. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Um, I wanted to talk favorite rom-coms yes. because oh it's Valentine's God. Day, right? guys. Yay! So let's get in the spirit. Blah, what blah, If blah. you had to watch uh, like the your most favorite go-to rom-com, yes. what would it be and why? If I had to be locked in a closet with... <laughs> Rom-coms on repeat. I mean, there's too many to name. I, I'm such a sucker for all of them, but I would say probably number one would come in Overboard. <gasps> right. The original. Goldie. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I dare not even, I'm not even going to pay Do $2.99 to it. watch the piece of shit that they tried to concoct. Over. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's just travesty. Um, I mean, I'm also a sucker for Working Girl, oh. When Harry Met Sally, Pretty Woman, all the, you know, oh, pretty the classics. My number one. Yes. Oh my God. What about Serendipity? Do you remember that one? <gasps> Every time I hear that Annie Lennox song, I start to cry. You know what song I'm talking about. 
Um, and Molly Shannon's in that one too. She's oh, amazing. Gosh. Um, which yeah. I want to hear quickly yes. working with her. She is the best. She's exactly the person you see in interviews or her character. I mean, she's just the coolest. Yeah. It was so, um, I was so excited, but so scared to work with her. Like right before we shot, um, miles, I was like, I can't remember. Uh, I'm going to blow it. Can't remember my lines. Like each Molly Shannon's talking to you and she loves to talk in between when they're like setting up shots and they're like, we're ready for you. We're ready for you. And I'm like, um, and I don't want to be like, okay, we got to stop talking. And so I'm like doing that, like dragging, like slowly, like trying to drag her with me to set like, okay, and right this way. Uh huh. Yep. You know, she loves to talk about Bravo. She is a Bravo Shut fan. Up. She's friends with Andy Cohen, which is even juicier because then she has fun. You know? Can you give us some juice, some scoop? Uh, I, uh, I don't have any juice. I did go to the last, um, because, you know, with Jeff Lewis, I yeah. get to sometimes have fun perks. And I went to the last, um, the housewife's taping where they filmed it at the mint where they had Molly Shannon and, um, Bridget Everett and all these amazing female comics read an actual episode of Stop. New York. I think you can on demand it on the XM series XM app. Oh my it gosh, was that's amazing. so amazing. Oh, Vanessa Bayer, um, Amy Phillips. I you mean, need to be reading those. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, what my day will my time will come. Yeah. But I have gone to the Bravo Clubhouse. You have. Yes. Jeff took me with him. So I have met Andy and hugged and taken pictures. Love and he it. is the nicest. I love him so much. Oh um, but I am kind of a dork. Like I I feel like I can't like say much around him because I just feel like I'll dork out. Yeah. So I, I, I just, feel like he's I like, smile at him like a dumb girl that like has a crush <laughs> on him and doesn't know that he's gay. Yeah. I'm that girl. Every guy yeah. in theater and high right. school. Totally. Yeah, it's fine. Same. Same. Yeah. I want to know, like, working with Molly Shannon, yeah. working with Paul Reiser, working yeah. with these, like, amazing comedic, like, icons, mm -hmm. how do you keep your shit together? How do you not get so nervous, like, when you're in the room, when you're about right. to do the lines? Like, yeah. what's your best advice for people that are in a situation like that? Number one, crystals in your bra <laughs> or your boxers. Number two, uh, you got to breathe. If you can, like, have a minute in your dressing room or you're holding or wherever you are and, like, say a couple, like, positive affirmations and say, you know, have gratitude. Like, thank the universe or God or whatever you believe in for this moment, for this opportunity. Yeah. And tell yourself that the nerves are it's excitement and that you're going to do fine and just try to be and try to be in the moment just try to be so present you know i've done stupid things when i was younger and for starting out where i'd try to have like a glass of wine before an audition or something and it's like no. it just all backfires you know you just it the key is breathing believing in yourself drinking your own fucking Kool-Aid yeah. and just be in the moment. And the more you do it, obviously, like I wish we got to act more than we do. It doesn't happen that often. You know, we do a lot of practicing like auditions and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was nervous when I worked with Margaret Cho. Um, but again, with the second day we worked together, it was like we were friends and it was the, the nerves were gone. And then we could really, you know, get into it and have fun. But yeah, the more you do it, the easier it gets. It's so true. Yeah. And it's like anything I found, I used to like drink a ton of coffee or Red Bull or something oh, like yeah, that before. Bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And no, like you don't yeah. want your heart. It's yeah. racing on its own. Yeah. On performance <laughs> days, I give myself like a cup of coffee, yeah. you know, and, and, it. and it's important to eat even though you're nervous. I am a really good force eater. Like I'll make myself eat breakfast because I know how my body's going to react. Yeah. Yeah. But I used to always shit my brains out. I think I told you that <laughs> yes. when I first moved to town and I have auditions, I would have diarrhea. Like the minute the audition came through up into, I would like walk, <laughs> I'd be walking to the office and I'd be like, is there, a, I'd go into a different office and be like, is there a bathroom key? Cause I didn't want them to know that I had to like God, shit no. my brains out. Just because that would be the day. It the would be didn't work. Totally. 
totally. You would be the girl that they're like, the yeah, shitter. that's the shitter. <laughs> that's yeah. her. That's her. People talk. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to know out of these comedy, like iconic yeah. couples, yes. and we'll wrap it up. I know okay. no, you've totally. been here a while. I love it. I love it. I want to know who's your favorite out okay. of this. Yes. Fun. Um, okay. Lucy and Desi, mm-hmm. Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Phil and Claire from Modern Family, mm. which is funny because I have an Aunt Claire and Uncle Phil. Oh, amazing. Weird. Um, Homer and Marge. <laughs> um, Carrie and Big. Oh. Or um, I can't remember. Why can't I remember? Ray? Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, Ray. And what was his wife's name? Exactly. And it's Patricia It's Patricia Heaton, Heaton. right? Okay. Yeah. I well, can't remember I'm that. I'm going to have to say Carrie and Big Carrie only because Big. that was when I was, yeah, like that was living it. in my like drama of relationships. And that's who I, I, I identified with. I can't even speak. That's whom or who I identified with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who were you? Were you a Carrie, a Miranda, a Charlotte, or a Samantha? I think I was half Carrie, half Samantha. I love it. I was, I'm a Gemini, which I also learned about you <laughs> listening to your show. So I, yeah, I can't decide, but I'm When's a half. your birthday? June 18th. Oh my gosh. Yours. I'm June 14th. <gasps> we got to have a celebration. Right? Yeah. It totally. was funny. I was on a show last night and it was cool. We did stand up and then they interview you kind of like yeah. tonight show style after. And I have a whole bit about being an Italian Irish Gemini. Amazing. Just, yeah. And the two hosts on stage were Gemini's, and like we were just like Isn't talking that about crazy when there's like a, a, an abundance of Gemini. Oh, I looked at the audience. I was like, be scared. Yeah, this is going <laughs> to be an interesting night, everyone. Buckle up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's oh, so my funny. God, yes, couples. Mm. I love it. Well, yeah. we're going to do a little rapid fire question yes, round, and then we're going to have you do a little reading. Okay. Um. Okay. I want to know. Do you pronounce it mozzarella or mozzarella? Ooh, mozzarella. Um, that's wrong. Oh, <laughs> shit. Good to know. Learn something. I'm going to teach you. Yes, it's I mozzarella. love it. Oh, mozzarella. Yeah. Okay. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Um, do you like pizza or spaghetti? Oh, that's a tough one. Gemini. <laughs> I know. Well, my whole joke is that we can't make a fucking decision to oh, save our life. God. I'm just going to say spaghetti for spaghetti, now. Spaghetti. Uh, that's protein. Great. I don't it's know. protein. Yeah. Um, the because Jersey Shore or Real Housewives of New Jersey? Oh, Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. I yeah. love you for saying yes. that. I, I stopped Jersey Housewives long ago. I think I made it like three seasons through and then I was like, I'm done with you people. Once it's I saw really the bad. shitty cheap homes that they really live in, I was over it. <laughs> I was like, I want people with real money. <laughs> I want real money yeah. to like lust after. Or I after. want real hot messes, which is the Jersey Shore. I mean. That's... Well, it's so funny. I actually, when I got home last night from my show, Real Housewives of New Jersey was oh. on it. They were at the Jersey Shore. Oh, and I a combo. Did a, I, a combo. Yeah. And I appreciated it yes. because they were talking about Jenkinson's. People. Places you go or no. Places yeah. I go, which is where the Jersey Shore okay. yes. series took place. And that's Thank where God. like Melissa Gorga and Joe yes. Gorga met. And that's where oh, my boyfriend my and I God. always go. Amazing. I, it's a lot. I love you. Um, Vanderpump Rules are very cavalier Vanderpump Rules. Yes. I like that. Who would you be on Vanderpump Rules? Who would you want to be oh, friends God. with? I'm Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. <laughs> that's who I am. I'm Lisa I Vanderpump. I once um, actually went for a ride in Lisa Vanderpump's Rolls Royce. Oh, can you tell us in the backseat? I will tell you there was a gorgeous hat in the back, probably worth more than my car. Uh, <laughs> and there was like, I don't know if it was real. We'll say it was faux, but there was like a fur blanket in the backseat. It was amazing. And she drove me and Jeff Lewis uh, to see Pump before it opened. <gasps> oh so I got gosh. like an exclusive and Ken was there. And oh, and we kind of all had brunch together at Chaconis. 
Oh, I'd love it. Yeah, Chaconis kind of. Brunch. Yeah, it was super fun. So they have that's great my, happy hour. They do. I love that place. And Mondays, it's like half bottles of wine or something like that. Oh, half wow. off bottles of wine. I don't know. Something. Scoop for yeah. for your Rehoboth. Yeah, I want to know. Did Jeff give her like criticisms or like critiques on a decor? little bit? Yeah, like she wanted to know about a couple paint colors, but that was it for the most part. He was like, "It's beautiful." Yeah. Have you learned a lot from working with Jeff? Yeah. Really? I feel like I have. I feel like I know so much more about furniture and, you know, interior design and just life in general. Life he's in general. he's like the big brother I never had. Oh my God, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, two more. Uh the real housewives or the Kardashians? Housewives. Housewives. And last but not least, Britney Spears or Lady Gaga. <gasps> oh bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> It's weird because I it took me a while to get on the Gaga train. I love that you called her Gaga. Yeah, she's Gaga to Thank me. You. It's take yeah, it took me. I was like never like because I, I was always a Madonna. I grew up Madonna. You grew up a little Madonna. bit older than you. If you guys go on Monica's Instagram, she has this amazing picture. I think it was when you were oh probably going in the Madonna concert. Wait, okay, Ronald McDonkey. Everyone follow him. He's <laughs> this amazing artist who superimposes people's faces like usually famous people like uh, doing like weird things they would never do like yeah. Britney and Mariah all these people and Margaret Cho and that's how I started following him and I would always comment on his stuff and one morning before Halloween I woke up to t- a present a gift he did two images of me uh, in my inbox no no nothing and one was of me in her confessions tour outfit oh my, my face superimposed it's on my Instagram and and then it's the so good. other I thought one, it was you. The other one, which got so much, I mean, talk about like buzz or talk or like people like talking shit. It was my face superimposed on what I can only imagine is like somebody in Hustler magazine, but like wearing some a patch of clothing. You guys have to go look. Tell but, them your handle. Uh, yeah, it's at the Monica Casey, and it's so it's on there. It's and it's like I have like a dangly belly button ring, and it was just so funny. I loved it. But then the people that actually thought it was me, I was kind of like, "F you! How can you throw something?" <laughs> but whatever. But anyways, it was like the greatest gift ever. Side note: Madonna. Yeah, grew up Madonna. So have slowly turned a corner. I went and saw. Gaga for my birthday this summer in Vegas, and it was amazing. Now, when you went to the Vegas show, was it the uh, jazz or the regular? It was Enigma, Enigma, but now I really want to go see jazz, so that yes. might be my next birthday present to myself. Oh but, my gosh, but it's going to be over go. soon. <gasps> we are both go. there at the Let's same time. Do it. I went to see Christina in Vegas for Stop my birthday. It. This Wait, Christina year. Aguilera. Yeah, oh, but I t- told you the other day I did see Britney when uh, I was in Vegas, but I was newly preggers and sick as a dog, I so I couldn't really enjoy. Oh. But yes, I love me some. Both of both of those. Both ladies. of them are great. Yeah. No, it was funny. We met this fabulous um, gay couple, and they were just huge fans of all the pop stars. Right. And they had gone to Enigma uh-huh. and to the jazz show, and they said the jazz show is better. Is better I because is. she's more candid. They yeah. said she's really funny. Yeah, and I, does. I could tell. Sorry, uh, I could tell. I think she kind of plays this character that I was like, no, I just want you to be you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Stephanie and, Germanotta, right? <laughs> and I love all of this. I love all that music too. Yeah. Like my grandparents listen to all that. So I mean, let's let's make it happen. Exactly. Maybe we can like live podcast from there. Oh or something my god, like I would that. Die. we need to. Yeah, let's make it happen. Done. Okay, done and start done. Stub hubbing today. We're doing it. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I that you picked. Lady Gaga. So you're going to do okay. a Lady Gaga read. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to let you look over that. Okay. I'm going to let you, you can do this read in either your best Jersey accent Ooh, or okay. your most inspirational Monica oh, accent. I picked shit. the what? song, Hey Girl, because you're such song. a girl's girl. And like, 
Monica brings all of her like badass friends into our class to uh-huh. like, you know, just yeah. give advice and talk. And I could just tell I was a recruitment chair in my sorority. Yes, I can tell totally. when you're a good girl. Amazing. Um, So I picked the song, Hey Girl. Okay. It's the song she does with Florence and the... Oh my God. Which by the way, have you ever seen her? Oh, I have full yeah. body goosebumps. I saw her at the Hollywood Bowl. I cried. No, like a psycho. She's like uh, she's she's an a not of this world. She's an alien. She doesn't miss a note. She's running to the top of the Hollywood Bowl, singing, dancing like a psycho ballerina. It was like a life changing. I'm like I'm goosebumps talking about it. Yeah. So go see Florence and the Machine. It will rock (laughs) your world. I love it. I'm gonna give you a minute to look it over. Pick a few lines. Uh, Meatballs. I also I know I normally give you guys a promo code for my Plyo Jam classes online. Um, but guess what? Unfortunately, the studio where I teach at, More Dancing in Brentwood, um, they rented it out to people and they trashed the entire studio and ruined the floors and the structure of the building. So we're trying to rebuild it. I haven't been able to see all my fabulous students for almost three weeks now. And it, it's just so sad. They've had to rip up the floors. It's over, I think it's $25,000 in damage. Shit. So I wanted to let, I know exactly. Shit. <laughs> so I wanted to let you guys know that there is a GoFundMe. Uh, the owner of the studio, Tiffany, has been just working her butt off trying to get this place back together because it's such a beloved studio in the heart of Brentwood. So if anyone loves Plyo Jam as much as I do, um, just go to it's, um, Save More Dancing on GoFundMe, and I'll put the link up in the episode notes. Um, it would mean so much to everyone. It's such a great place. And we just we shot something really cool with a big pop group and James Corden there, like right before this oh, happened. Thank God we shot it before right. it happened. Yeah. So it's just, it would mean a lot. So I don't know. I'm donating, and a bunch of people are donating. So I'm also going to be teaching at Soho Dance LA in the meantime. So I'll put all the information up. But yeah, that's it. Um, and did you pick your line, girl? I did. Okay. Right. I'm scared. Without I have... further ado, oh, Monica right. Casey, just, hey, girl. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to jersey it. It's been, I haven't worked on my jersey. I'm okay. Yes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. We don't need to keep a one and up another. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. If you lose your way, just know that I got you. Just know that I got you. Lady, is it lonely? I've been calling out your name. Tell me that you need me because I need you just the same. You're amazing. <laughs> I'm so mad I didn't get a video oh my God. of that. Wait, should we do it again? Yes, Cut this do out. it again right, ready? this was so epic. <laughs> okay, ready? Please, guys. Right. We're going to get another. What a we're taking it back to one. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. We don't need to keep a one and up another. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. If you lose your way, just know that I got you. Just know that I got you. Lady, is it lonely? I've been calling out your name. <laughs> Goddamn epic. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. You're such a delight. Um, what's coming up for you? Tell the meatballs like, um, where they can find you. Yes. All the things. MonicaCasey.com is my website. That's where my Fresh Off the Boat, the Business of Living in LA course is going to go live on the 19th of this month. In a couple days, code promo Jersey. code Jersey for 20% off. It'll be good for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I do stand up here and there, but I've been working on this. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then I'm, yeah, I've just been working on a show that I've been developing and trying to, I'm going to be pitching. So 
pitching to sell a show. You're going to sell it and we're going to be watching and, it. Yeah, talk about it and then we're going to get drunk celebrating it. Yes. The next time you're the coming, time we're, we're doing like, drunk. Uh, we're doing something, either something. like a yeah. happy hour time or yeah, something. Or Molly or whatever. Yes. Molly, <laughs> yeah, we're going to do shrooms. We're doing it all. It's going to be great, guys. All the things. <laughs> you're all the things. Thank you so much for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. No, I love this so much. And Meatballs, please, please, please follow Monica. Reach out to her. Reach out to me at yes. What's Your Jersey Podcast at gmail.com. Book us. Book us for your party is your wedding. Exactly. <laughs> Your divorce parties. <laughs> divorce parties, definitely. Yes. Oh, we throw a killer divorce Oh, I party. had a good one. We'll talk about that next time. Ooh, yes. <laughs> um, I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. This is What's Your Jersey. Happy Valentine's Day. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.